Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh. <laughs> 
And everyone, this is Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. It is 8.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we welcome you, of course, from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, Carolina. It is episode number 1044 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network. <clears throat> of course, I'm referring to the one and the only WCWS revolution once again ladies and gentlemen this is mr ws chad hinshaw back on the line here with you as we said to talk about our favorite subject of all time that being of course wrestling we will of course start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment of course filling in for our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice who is of course king and wo gerard t smith and the Iceman jared d Gerolmo. Are, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. Already, of course, ladies and gentlemen, getting our uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays report up. First bet here, folks. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team which brings you WCWS Raw Radio, of course, every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, and also, of course, co-founder of the Gross and Stuffless Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, the, from Front Royal, Virginia, I, I now bring you, of course, of course, the man known as Taz, but the human, our human suplex machine, the one and only Mr. John Gross. John, of course, we welcome you, sir, to episode Number 1044 Revolution, we thank you very much here for being part of our program. We hope to hear from some more folks here, of course, that are coming up here a little bit later in the show. However, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, we, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. As always, the magic six numbers. <clears throat> and by all means, please press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, which, of course, will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will, then, of course, give some thoughts and opinions in on what took place on last night's edition of Monday Night Raw, which actually came from, uh, of course, not too far from my neck of the woods here. Uh, the state capital of North Carolina, of course, in Raleigh. Uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll try to get you in some results here as far as NXT, of course, here is concerned, or whatever you want to call it now. Uh, also, of course, here, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, 
coming. We'll, of course, bring you an update here on, of course, any uh, anyone else who has popped in on our and taken as planning on taking part of our Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. And of course, I will, of course, update everyone as to once again as to, of course, what will be, of course, at stake here in our Prediction Title Challenge, of course, here this Sunday. So be sure to, of course, listen in, of course, uh, here on, on all of that. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here, folks. Let us now proceed directly to, of course, 411 Mania and bring you, of course, some of the wrestling news and views out there, of course, here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> of course, the WWS Radio Network hereby thanks our friends, as always, from 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition to, of course, right here on Revolution. Don't forget also on Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as the Cloud the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. Hopefully in the second part of 2021, we will have an opportunity to, of course, uh, get more of our shows back up and going, and, of course, uh, uh, different stories from 411 Mania, We'll hope, will no doubt, of course, uh, we'll, we'll, of course, definitely be using a lot of 411 Mania stories, of course, here. Whenever, of course, that does, in fact, take place. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before we go into our wrestling portion of 411mania.com, there are two stories, of course, from our pop culture screen of 411mania.com that has kind of a wrestling, um, let's just say kind of a wrestling uh, a connection to that, if, if, if you will. Uh, first off, Jeremy Thomas posted this story today. As, uh, the show Young Rock is reportedly casting for someone to play uh, Jerry the King Lawler and more for uh, the second season. The second season of Young Rock will feature several more portrayals of real-life 1980s stars, according to a new report. PWN Center reports that the NBC sitcom based on Dwayne The Rock Johnson's life is casting actors to portray Jerry Lawler, Tom Rich, Bangalore, and more for the upcoming season. The show is set to begin production next month in Australia, and according to the site, the following roles are being cast, including uh, Jerry, Jerry Lawler, Tommy Rich, and a young Bam Bam Bigelow are being cast for an episode that will be set in Memphis Wrestling in the 1980s. Also, the late Haystacks Calhoun, as well as Gene Oakland, Big Gene Oakland, Big John Stud, Freddie Blassie, and Mr. Fuji, and more personality from the W1980s, as well as, of course, the great Kabuki. The site notes that Roddy Piper and several other wrestlers from season one are being recast. The show will continue filming through January for the 10-episode second season. So, of course. We'll definitely, of course, be watching. We'll definitely, of course, be watching out for that. Of course, I cannot wait to see who will be cast as Jerry Lawler uh, whenever that opportunity, of course, does come up. Uh, and, of course, all these other great wrestlers, of course, here as well. And, of course, as, as you know, of course, uh, Stars currently has, of course, that uh, um, that show entitled uh, Heels, of course, with Stephen Amell. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as there is a promo that's been released for next week's edition of that show. Stars will air the penultimate, pen, penultimate episode of Heels 
season one next week. And the new port is officially online. The promo is right here on this page for the show entitled The Big Bad Fishman, which airs next Sunday on the Premium Cable Network and is described as follows. The South Georgia State Fair is only a couple weeks away, and Jack's doing all he can to keep his professional and personal lives intact. Stacy has increasing suspicions that Jack played a larger role in Ace's unexpected heel turn. Thomas is acting out in school. <coughs> the DWL's additional wrestlers, and Jack stays busy warding off Charlie, Charlie Gully from poaching his best talent, including Ace. Of course, you can check out the promo for this, of course, on uh, on this page right here for this, of course, up, this upcoming episode of Heels, which will come up, of course, this coming Sunday. So be sure to, of course, definitely check that out there as well. Now let's get to some also some wrestling stories, of course, here as well. Uh, as we do have, of course, a story uh, coming up, coming out of, of course, out of NXT. As apparently, ladies and gentlemen, and this is coming, uh, Jeremy Thomas is posting this story. As apparently, the Cruiserweight Championship has changed hands on NXT. We have a new NXT Cruiserweight Champion following this week's episode of NXT. Roderick Strong defeated Kushida to win the title, hitting his back finisher after the Diamond Mine attacked the champion behind the referee's back. The win marks Strong's first run with the title and ends Kushida's run at 161 days. He won the title by defeating Santos Escobar on the April 13th episode of NXT. And you can see, of course, some of these uh, tweets right here, of course, as well. I'm sure, no doubt, that R William Regal is probably going to not be too thrilled about all this, and I'm pretty certain that Kushida is going to have a rematch coming up hopefully here very, very soon. We have an updated story, ladies and gentlemen. This is something I actually heard about before coming on the air. And I do thank, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, for informing me about this before, of course, uh, our um, episode of Revolution did get started. But let's, let's bring in the original portion, of course, of this story. Um, <clears throat> at, before, of course, we bring in the update. The original story here. As reported, last night's edition of WWE Raw featured Charlotte Flair trying once again to once again end the career of her doll doppelganger Charlie to further her feud with Alexa Bliss going into Extreme Rules. According to Dave Meltzer in today's Wrestling Observer Radio, the Charlotte and Bliss segment backfired and had over 1,500 people leaving the PNC Arena in Raleigh. According to Meltzer, last night's edition of Raw had about 8,000 ticketed fans in attendance. For the arena, however, Meltzer reported that people were leaving in droves during the Bliss and Charlotte segment. He added that he was told that 1,500 people left the show during the segment, which was before the Triple Threat main event, of course, featuring Roman Reigns, Big E, and Bobby Lashley. Meltzer went on to say that this is the first time he's heard of this main fans leaving a live Raw to go home. As you know, Charlotte is scheduled to defend her Raw women's title against Miss Bliss at Extreme Rules on September 26th. Now let's give you an update here. Miss Bliss herself has an update, uh, has, has has provided this right here as apparently it's an update to the story. Miss Bliss is shooting down the report that 1,500 fans had left during her WWE Raw segment with Charlotte Flair. Bliss posted to Twitter to dismiss the report, writing, "Sorry, Melter, or whatever. You can't get your cloud off of our segment. Move on. Hashtag stop lying." 
Hashtag literally didn't happen. Hashtag embarrassing yourself. Several fans in attendance at the show had denied the report on Twitter as as well. And Miss and of course Bliss has also posted it on her on her um, Twitter account here, apparently. So apparently, like I said, Miss Bliss is firing back at Dave Meltzer for apparently this story. So it seems like, of course, as of right now, the uh, the story here that uh, was given to me by, of course, uh, JD apparently apparently right does not seem to really be true. So, but we, but of course, that's what we have, of course, currently here as of right now. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As uh, Triple H is issues his first statement since his cardiac issue and says that he's doing well. Triple H has issued his first public statement since undergoing a cardiac issue earlier this month, noting that he's doing well. Covers. As reported back on September the 8th, the WWE executive underwent a heart procedure for what was referred to as a cardiac event, and the game posted to Twitter to give fans an update. Triple H wrote the following. I've been blown away by the outreach and support from so many people. I'm recovering, doing well, and deeply grateful for all the love in my life, especially grateful for at Shawn Michaels and all the superstars that crew at WWE NXT, Stephen, the girls love this. By the way, see you soon. And, of course, on behalf of 411 Mania, and also, of course, I will add this as part of the radio network, our best wishes to Triple H on a quick and recovery indeed. So we're glad that he is doing well, and of course we'll see him back going on here very soon. And maybe, of course, hearing what he's going to have to start, what he's what he actually thinks about uh, what Vince is doing with with NXT. So we'll have to wait. And of course, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, what's going on there. Uh, Jer- Jeremy Thomas, of course, <clears throat> posted a story here today. As AEW's Road to Grand Slam pre, a previous edition, of course, of Dynamite. Of course, I've seen the most stu- stupidest picture I have ever seen with Kenny Omega holding the AEW World Title Belt like a baby. He's he's just pretty much just in the high end, as far as I'm really concerned. AEW is heading back to New York for Grand Slam episodes of Dynamite and Rampage this week. And the Road 2 preview is now officially online. Of course, you can see the video right here on this page, which previews Wednesday's Dynamite Grand Slam and Friday's two-hour Rampage Grand Slam. Of course, we did post this video earlier on the uh, AEW US page if anybody wants to go and, of course, check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As of course, this week's edition of AEW um, of AEW Dark is officially online. The live stream is online for this week's episode of AEW Dark. Of course, you can check out the video right here on this page. The following card turned out, of course, just like this: Joey took on Dylan McQueen, Daniel Garcia took on Allen Five Angels, JD Drake took on Colt Cabana. JDX took on Wardlow. Marcus Cross took on Lance Archer. Marina Tucker took on Tay Conti, who had Anna Jay and uh, Negative One, of course, Brody Lee's son in, in her corner. Ryan Nemeth and Pretty Peter Avalon took on the, jo- the Dark Order's John Silver and Alex Reynolds. 
Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson took on Luke Curtis and Cameron Stewart. Stallions and Anthony Green took on FTR. Barrett Bronson took on Eddie Kingston. Ali Catch took on Big Swole. Xena K took on The Bunny. Darian Bankston, Cole Carter, and Sean Maluda took on The Factory. And also the team of Santana and Ortiz took on the team of Luther and Serpentico. We have also, of course, posted uh, AW, tonight's edition of AW Dark on, um, on of course, the A's page as well, if you wish to go on there and check that out here, of course, as well. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Tony Khan talks about how AEW is already turning a profit and also is keeping his big roster happy. Tony Khan has a lot of momentum with AEW right now. He discussed how the company is turning a profit already and more than new. Khan spoke with the Ape Associated Press ahead of Wednesday's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. And here are some, here are some highlights. On how AEW has already turned a profit, Tony says, our TNT deal is very fair. I think we performed at such a high level that it will justify a big increase on our next deal. We are very fortunate to have their support. The timing of that deal was great. To get that in in January 2020, that is a huge revenue stream for us. Whether he thinks they are in the view AEW is competition, I'm a big wrestling fan. I would say objectively, AEW is the hottest wrestling company right now. So many people who watch wrestling know <clears throat> that AEW is gaining ground. AEW is hitting all-time highs. It's helping us build new fans. It's helping us people want to take the leap and check the shows out. I'm sure other wrestling companies are paying attention to that. We have great relationships with a lot of wrestling companies that know what's going on with AEW. I think if you work in the wrestling business, you're following and success we're having. We're catching a lot of eyeballs outside of the world of wrestling and mainstream attention. So you better believe in the world of wrestling, people are paying very close attention to it. On how AEW came out of the pandemic as a healthy company, Tony says, we made up a lot of market share in that time and really close to get between us and our competition. When we went back to packed arenas and got back to full capacity and really now in recent months have hit the stride we wanted to hit, we're strong and ever. Now, all of a sudden, we're the ones that are the number one wrestling show on cable. We went through nearly two years of Dynamite. We did 100 episodes in episode 101. Episode number 101 was when we finally beat Raw. That was a big milestone for us. Just as important a milestone was the number we hit, which was so strong, just as important to us, was to be number one on cable for the third straight week. And on keeping such a big roster happy, Tony says, I think it's a good for any organization, you have a deep bench. We have a, we have a very deep bench right now. I, I try to rotate who wrestles on television and give TV time to different wrestlers so we have a lot of people with momentum and can switch out the matches and keep things fresh. I think that serves you well in sports, too, when you can rotate and rest people and give experience to young talent and develop people and also rest your best so they don't have, they don't have to go out and do it every single week. So we'll just, so personally, like I said, I mean, it pretty much kind of echoes the sentiment that we've all been saying. Obviously, of course, Tony obviously is, <clears throat> is of course, doing quite well, of course, with AEW here currently. I think w, the events of WWE right now are shaking, 
he is currently shaking in his boots right now. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today. Sammy Callahan under, and he's going to be out for the rest of 2021. Sammy Callahan's year has done an impact according to the new import report after he underwent surgery to fix an injury he suffered at the recent tapings. As was reported last week, Callahan suffered a broken ankle at the impact tapings over the weekend and was expected to be out until the spring. PW Insider has confirmed that Callahan was released from the hospital after undergoing surgery, knowing that he also broke the tila and fibula and the injury happened when he was doing a tope suicida. Callahan is expected to be out until the middle of next year at the earliest. Of course, I may have a 411 mania. And also, of course, right here in the radio network, our best wishes to Sammy Callahan for a quick and full recovery. Of course, he has been wrestling his tail off, of course, in impact. There's no doubt. So. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this day as a new segment is officially set for tonight's episode of NXT. We'll learn the origin story of Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen's tag on tonight's episode of NXT. WWE has announced the two who began teaming on last night's NXT 2.0 relaunch. We'll tell the story about how they met up and decided to team on the brand. You can see, of course, a preview of the segment below. Of course, another match, of course, it was Kushida defending the Cruiserweight belt against Roderick Strong. Of course, as we have reported that already, Roderick Strong uh behind the referee's back uh, with interference from his stable the diamond mind uh defeated kushida to win the belt i'm sure that no doubt here obviously as i said they're going kushida is going to is going to ask for obviously of course a rematch in this case it may start something up between roger kushida who knows blake lavelle blake lavelle posted this story here today as Vince McMahon is reportedly pushing for edgier product for NXT 2.0 and possible changes being discussed. And that's what you think. That's what NXT needs is just more changes coming from an old fool like Vince McMahon. The new NXT 2.0 relaunch is in full effect, but it seems that there could be even more huge changes coming to the brand moving forward. Five has the details of what Vince McMahon may have in store. According to Fible, there have been discussions within the company on future plans for NXT 2.0 coming directly from McMahon, and some USA Network contacts are reportedly in support of it. Fible notes that among the points of the discussion have been the idea of NXT 2.0 targeting more of an 18 to 34 demographic, which would in include everything from in-ring work and aggression to harsher language and like. Additionally, though, FIFA has not verified the point, more lenience on female character gear has also been mentioned from sources, though there were no specifics on what exactly that would mean or entail. Another point noted in the report was that keep up with current affairs with promos and character verbiage as a potential focus as well for the brand. FIFA states there haven't been any further details other than the brief internal acknowledgement that these ideas have been discussed. Not mentioning that they believe it when they see it when asked if they were aware of any potential discussions. So obviously Vincent Man is going to continue to pretty much rot NXT down to its core, it seems. So but of course have we do we expect that from someone like Vince? I would say yes. 
Blake Lavelle posted this story here today as we have the updated betting odds for for Omega versus Brian Daniels and more and more AEW Dynamite Grand Slam matches. Bet Online has released the betting odds for this week's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. The show will feature, of course, Kenny Omega. Um, Kenny Omega uh, versus Brian Danielson, of course, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, Britt Brit Douchebag Baker versus Ruby Soho, and much more. The current odds for the five matches on the card with Omega currently the favorite in his match with Danielson. That right there is also complete. That's actually pretty much this right here. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, apparently, here are the betting odds. Omega versus Brian Danielson. Kenny Omega, minus 300, one out of three. Brian Danielson, plus 200, two out of one. Obviously, of course, it would be yes. Baker versus Soho. Baker, 500, one out of five. Ruby Soho, plus 300, three out of one. That's also BS. Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black are kind of even at 120, five out of six. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Apparently, they got MJF at 500, one out of five, and Brian Pillman Jr. at 300, plus 300, three out of one. That right there is bogus. FTR versus the team of Sting and Darby Allen. They got FTR at, my, at minus 250, two out of five. Sting and Darby, they got at plus 170, 17 out of 10. A lot of that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is trying to, of course, continue to push the point that apparently they think the heels are going to prevail in this, but obviously I doubt that very, very much, but we'll just have to wait and see. One story came out yesterday from Jeremy Thomas is that Keith Lee actually gets a new nickname in a dark match from Raw. Keith Lee may, have just, may just have a new nickname as he was referenced with, with one in a dark match before Monday Night Raw. The, night sh- the last night's show saw Lee come out for a dark match before the show and be announced as Keith Bearcat Lee. He does be a reference to Bearcat Wright, who is a WWE Hall of Famer in the Legacy Wing. Wright was a African-American gentleman who became incredibly popular as a babyface in the 1950s and 60s, despite the racial tension going on at the time and was briefly suspended by the Indiana State Athletic Commission after announcing that he would not support segregated wrestling. He went on to win the WWA World Heavyweight title after that. He passed away in 1982 and was inducted into the Legacy Wing in 
I'm sorry about that. Apparently, we I just lost my internet connection for some reason. We're not sure what happened. But uh, we have had some weather situations down here in my neck of the woods. Um, that's pretty much all I know about it right now at this point. But we'll keep following that here big time. It just suddenly went out on me. And I, if I uh, if I missed that last... Uh, but as I was getting ready, as I was going to say, like I said... Um, they don't know if, like I said, if the nickname that Keith Lee used for his dark match last night uh, before Raw is going to actually stick or not. But he was referred to um, in honor of a wrestler by the name of Bearcat Wright, who passed away back in 1982. He was a member of the Legacy Wing, wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. So we'll, we'll keep a watch out. But, of course, I'm pretty certain that they will they will make an announcement on that possibly soon. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here uh, last night here. Apparently some more uh, situations here, of course, involving a uh, deal with Ric Flair. The original story was Ric Flair has spoken out to address the allegations of sexual misconduct made against him on last week's edition of Dark Side of the Ring, denying that he's ever forced himself on anyone. As you surely know by now, Flair has been the topic of conversation after allegations from flight attendant Lee Doyle that Flair cornered her while wearing nothing but a robe on during the play from hell and put her hand on and put her hand on his genitals were brought to new light. Situation has led to Flair's ad campaign with Car Shield being paused. While he has is, is no longer advertised for an appearance at New York Comic Con, WWE has actually removed Flair from their opening video from their end as well. In the statement, Flair notes that everyone has told him not to respond, but that he's doing so anyway because he's never run from past behaviors before, and he's not going to start now. He takes a shot at Rory Camp, who directed his 30 for 30 ESPN documentary while referencing Camp's comments today that no one ever told him that he would force himself on anyone. Flair concludes, my issues have been well documented over my 40-plus year career. The impact of drinking too much, which nearly killed me five years ago, as time and time and time again, the reason Rory or anyone else for that matter never heard stories of me forcing myself on anyone is simple. It never happened. Of course, you can also, you can definitely, of course, uh, um, you can look at, of course, the full statement, of course. Uh, but here is an updated version of the story. Blair has issued a second statement about the allegations against him of sexual misconduct during the plane ride from hell as laid out in the dark side of the room. Episode, Flair gave a clarifying statement to Wrestling Inc. For, in which he acknowledged that the infamous helicopter hit is accurate and apologizing for that while again denying that he has ever forced himself on anyone in any way. The statement reads, of course, the following. Flair says, to clarify, the helicopter, as it was called, is accurate. I wish I could blame it on youth, but it was a case of drinking too much and being inappropriate, and I apologize for that, and I have countless times over the years. I've made some bad decisions during dark period and it's something that I've spent a significant part of years I was I've, I've spent a significant part part of years years I was given by the doctors in 2017 trying to make right I condemn sexual assault in any way shape or form 
I could and have written books, as have others that have covered my transgressions. I made some terrible decisions, but I never forced myself on anyone in any way, period. Whether a lot of people will actually believe, I'm not going to be one that's just going to say that I believe him or not, but obviously, of course, it's now going up to the wrestling public. Will they believe, of course, Will they? Will they? Of course, end up believing. Uh, be, believing, of course, player for uh, for after what's been transpired. We'll just have to wait and see. The original story right here is another story here recorded from Jeremy. Of course, another story involving Ric Flair. The original story is that Ric Flair and his woo are no longer part of WWE's opening video packages for their programming. As PW Insider reports, Flair and the signature call were taken out of the of the then now forever package on Raw, as well as last Friday's episode of SmackDown. This is the latest development in the fallout from the Dark Side of the Ring episode from last week, in which Flair was accused of sexual misconduct by a flight attendant during a play ride from Hell. Like I said, Flair's ad campaign with Car Shield has been paused, and he's no longer advertised to or an appearance at New York Comic Con. WWE. I mean, of course, here's an updated version, of course. Apparently, there, has, there's a, there was a tip provided to uh, Mr. Thomas, of course, from, from, a, from a gentleman. I'm not sure if he's involved with 411 Mania or not. But the updated part of the story is that WWE is continuing to distance itself from Ric Flair or the plane right from Hell Alley, which is merchandise no longer available in their online store. WWE shop no longer has any items listed for Flair including the Flair Legacy Championship Collector's title that was available for pre-order set the release on November the 5th. The company also removed the episode of the animated series WWE Storytime, in which Flair talks about a different plane ride where he was naked, but for his rope during a WWE flight to Hawaii, and talked about how well-endowed the lead flight, lead flight attendant was. That replica was just announced last week. WWE has not publicly commented on the allegations against Flair, Though Flair himself has issued a statement denying that he has ever forced himself on anyone. So this is going to continue, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, for for quite some time here until a lot of these allegations, of course, continue, of course, to obviously uh, <clears throat> whether or not, of course, they become, become, of course, officially accurate or not. We'll just have to wait and see. But some they are. Flair is saying that they're not. We're just going to have to be, everyone, all the wrestling universe is going to be the ultimate judges here in this case. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story, this last story that came out yesterday, as AEW's full gear location has reportedly been set. AEW has set the location for their upcoming full gear event, according to a new report. Five will select reports that the show will take place in Indianapolis, according to the company's current internal plans. The paper was set to take place on November 13th, which originally set for November to St. Louis, Missouri. AEW announced a new date at All Out with a new location that had not been revealed at that point. It was repeat, repeat, previously reported that AEW was considering Minneapolis as the new, for the new host city. While several AEW's talent was set for New York's the big event on November 13th, the company has been making accommodation as AEW went above and beyond to make things right. That talent will now be made, be appearing at the event on November the 14th. 
But of course, obviously, we don't know what the deal was with the with the St. Louis thing. If if anybody that was wanted to attend in St. Louis was going to uh, have bought possibly bought tickets in advance for this or not, but hopefully, like I said, if they will make something else right, hopefully they'll be able to do something in that regard. So, folks, <clears throat> there you have it, of course, right there with some of your wrestling uh, news and views here, of course, here tonight. We do thank 411 Mania for bringing those stories here to light here for us here tonight. With, of course, kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. <clears throat> of course, they bring you all the news that's fit to here in the WSBS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way, as always, uh, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor have we ever, never tried to dispute that in the past six years now ladies and gentlemen let's see here as john has got like a whole bunch here uh of, of course in this first volley of our first volley of wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays let's go ahead and start those up here with you here tonight first off on this date here in 1933 cmll promoted its first card in mexico as of this particular, as of, of course, this particular writing and posting, the promotion remains remains the world's oldest wrestling promotion still in existence. On a state in 1999, in Dallas, Texas, a taping of SmackDown, the New Edge Outlaws reunited to defeat the tag team of the Rock and Sock Connection, of course, the Rock and Mankind, to win the WWF tag team titles. On the same show, Vince McMahon forced Triple H wrestle five opponents in their own special gimmick matches he need to win three of the five to remain in the championship match at the upcoming unforgiven pay-per-view triple h first lost the choke slam challenge to the big show and the handicap match to viscera and median with viscera and median substituting for the undertaker as the undertaker had walked out on the match this was the undertaker's last wwf appearance until may 21st 2000 and his last SmackDown appearance until May 25th, 2000, and his last appearance as the Man from the Dark Side into WrestleMania 20 on March 14th, 2004. The game, of course, however, did win all of his other three matches. The Kane in an Inferno match is the last Inferno match until 2006. Mankind in a boiler, in a boiler room brawl. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. The first TV boiler room brawl match of course here ever uh sorry about that uh, let me go back and find that right there sorry uh let's see sorry about that there folks there and also secured the title spot by beating the rock in a bra in a brahma bull rope match with help from of all people the british bulldog on his day in 2002, the Ring of Honor Championship changes hands for the first time as Xavier defeated inaugural champion Loki in Philadelphia. Also on that same day, Ted Petty, better known, of course, as Rocco Rock from Public Enemy, that was in ECW and WCW, passed away as a result of a heart attack on the way to in Philadelphia. We don't know if it was this event, but it was another one, of course, obviously. It, could, it, 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 it was this event or another event. 
that he was in it was in Philadelphia when it happened. Of course, on a date in 2003, Unforgiven took place at the Giant Center in Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's where we saw JD stuff his face with a whole bunch of chocolate bars. Um, on 10,347 were in attendance, with 360,000 homes on pay per view. That's up from 300,000 people watching. Um, some of the matches here Maven defeated Steven Richards in a pre show match. The Dudley Boys defeated La Resistance in a two on three handicap tables match and regained the Raw Tag Team titles. Tess defeated Scott Steiner. Randy Orton defeated Shawn Michaels. Lita and Trish Stratus defeated Gail Kim and Molly Holly in a tag team match. This is Lita's first match since March of 2002 after her neck injury. Shane McMahon in a last man standing match. When at the end of the match, Shane attempted to do a 50-foot jump on Kane, but Kane rolled out of the way. Christian defeated Chris Jericho and RVD to retain the Intercontinental title. Al Snow and Jonathan Coachman defeated Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross in a tag team match for the right to be the commentators of Raw, but of course that obviously did not last very long because they actually both sucked as the commentary team for Raw. Uh, <clears throat> Goldberg defeated Triple H to pick up the World Heavyweight cha- Championship in a title versus career match. On a state in 2005, Mark Copani, if this, and no one knows who this, no, 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 no one remembers his name, you might remember who he was, uh, who he was actually known as, Mohammed Hassan, is officially released by WWE after his character was written off TV after a terrorist angle was played on July 2005 against The Undertaker, which was the same day of the London bombings that took place in London, England. On a scene in 2008 on SmackDown, Carlito and Primo defeated Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder to capture the WWE Tag Team titles. On say 2009, Lillian Garcia leaves the WWE after 10 years with the company. On a say 2014, WWE presented Night of Champions from the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. 11,000 were in the 38,000 people watching at home. That's down from the 2013 edition of 175,000 people. Goldust and Stardust defeated the Usos to regain the tag team titles. Sheamus defeated Cesaro to hold on to the U- U.S. title. The Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler to pick up the Intercontinental title. Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns by forfeit, but after the match, Dean Ambrose made his return to attack Seth Rollins. Rusev defeated Mark Henry by submission. Jordan defeated Chris Jericho. This is Jericho's last pay-per-view match until the Beast from the East in 2015 in Japan. AJ Lee defeated Nikki Bella and Paige to pick up the Divas title. And John Cena defeated Brock Lesnar by DQ for the WWE World Heavyweight title when Seth Rollins interfered to attempt to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase. Today would have been the 80th birthday today of Jack Briscoe. Not, not Jerry Briscoe, but his brother Jack Briscoe. Also, a happy birthday to one half of the Rock and Roll Express, of course, the WWE Hall of Famer Ricky Morton. Happy birthday to him. Now some pop culture history and birthdays. On this date in 46 BC, Julius Caesar celebrates first of four triumphal processions in Rome over Gaul, Egypt, Pontus, and Africa. At, because I did find out they actually ordered some Little Caesar's pizza. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. On this day in 1348, Jews and are accused of poisoning wells. On this day in 1435, the Treaty of Eris 
signed between Charles Charles the Seventh of France and Philip the Good of Burgundy. On this day in 1776, Nathan Hale spied on British for American rebels, was arrested. On this day in 1784, and JD might know something about this. The Pennsylvania Packet and Daily Advertiser becomes the first successful daily paper in the United States. With the first story, and D. Geralmo was seen streaking down the street. <clears throat> Whoa! Okay, no, I'm just joking. On this day in 1792, the National Convention passes a proclamation announcing the formal ab- 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 abolition of the French monarchy. On said 1863, the Union forces retreat to Chattanooga after defeat at Chickamauga. Uh, that's where that's where this time is Chickamauga. Mm. On said 1872, John Henry uh, Conyers of South Carolina becomes the first African American student at Annapolis, Maryland. On said 1897, uh, New York Sun re- officially runs famous Yes, Virginia, There Is a Santa Claus edition. On say 1903, the first cowboy film called Kit Carson premieres in the United States. Uh, playing the part of his horse was J.D. On this date in 1906, the New York Highlanders first baseman, Hal Chase, has 22 put putouts to tie Major League Baseball record in a 6-3 win over the White Sox at Southside Park. On this date in 1922, President uh, Warren John is Warren, not Warden. It's W. It's W A R R E N, but that's close enough. President Warren G. Harding signs a joint resolution of approval to his Jewish homeland in Palestine. On stage in 1928, my weekly reader magazine makes its debut. On stage in 1936, the Great Hurricane makes landfall on Long Island in New York. It's estimated that 500 to 700 people. Is the death toll. On this date in 1946, the Indians play their final game in League Park and in a 55 year stay. On this day in 1956, uh, Mickey Mantle hits a 500 plus home run at Fenway Park, but the Yankees still lose to the Red Sox. On this day in 1966, Jimi Hendrix, J I M M Y Hendrix, changes spelling of his name. To what we remember as J I M I Hendrix. If everyone remembers that. On this day, 1968, the police drama Adam 12 debuts on NBC. On this day, 1969, Steve O'Neill punts 98 yards against the Denver Broncos. On this day, 1970, Monday Night Football premieres on ABC with the with the Browns going to the Super Bowl. No, I'm just picking. With the Browns defeating the Jets, 31 to 21. And on this day, 1973, after trailing 12 and a half games, the New York Mets go into first place. On this day, 1980, Johnny Johnson scores a 99-yard interception, and Richard Todd of the New York Jets completes 42 passes in a game. 1981, Steve Carlton strikes out National League record 3,000 number strikes out National League record. Um, <clears throat> Uh, with number 3,118. On a say 1982, 2,251 turned out to see Expos play the New York Mets at Shea Stadium, and NFL players began a 57-day strike. On a say 1986, the TV show The Golden Girls, I think J.D. B.D. of course, played their butler, <clears throat> and uh, Michael J. Fox, of course, 
wins at the 38th Annual Emmy Awards. Also on that same day, the Jets beat the Dolphins 51-45 in overtime, a record 884 passing yards. On say 1988, Mike Tyson smashes a TV camera outside his Bernardsville, New Jersey home. Uh, Bob Bob Welch becomes the first 25-game win in years. Pirate Bobby Bond is second to hit 30 home runs and steal 50 bases in the season. On say 1991, USA Basketball announces the Dream Team for the 1992 Olympics. On his day, 1997, Mike Piazza is the second to hit a home run out of Dodger Stadium, and also Cecil Fielder hits his 300th home run. On his day, 1998, uh, comedy uh, Eric McCormick uh, and Deborah Messing first premiere on their TV show Will and Grace. On his day, 2004, Green Day released their American Idiot album, of course, here in the United States. On, say, 2007, George Clooney is injured in a motorcycle accident in Weehawken, New Jersey. We found out later that he actually uh, he actually uh, hit J.D. while J.D. was checking his mail. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, on this day in 2008, the final home game is played at Yankee Stadium against the Baltimore Orioles. Happy 74th birthday to legendary, um, let's see, legendary horror author. Uh, Stephen King. Happy 71st birthday to, of course, Carl the Groundskeeper, Dr. Peter Venkman, uh, you name it, of course, uh, Bill Murray. Happy 71st birthday to Bill Murray today. Happy 54th birthday to Faith Hill, of course, country music singer and the husband and the wife of Tim McGraw. The TV show King and Queens was pre- premiered in 1998. Touched by an Angel was premiered in 1994. Of course, J.D. was touched by an angel, and it didn't really pan out. So they just, yeah. Uh, honest, uh, the movie Dog Day Afternoon was released on the day in 1975. That involved the infamous 1972 bank robbery featuring Al Pacino as John Stanley Wojciechowicz and John Cazale, known as Salvatore. Uh, not, 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 yeah, there you go. Uh, now, some NASCAR history on say 2003, Robin, Ryan Newman um, wins the race at Dover. On say 1997, Mark Martin wins the race at Dover. Um, <clears throat> and, and also, on the stage, J.D. had to bend Dover. Uh, wah, wah, wah. And on the stage in 1986, Rusty Wallace wins the Goodies 500. And that's all we got here today, ladies and gentlemen, for the finale of uh, today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report we do thank john for that hopefully towards of course the end of 1044 revolution tonight we will get to hear uh from the soul from from the soul man, soul man himself of course justin lewis swayze i mean Justin lewis fleming uh okay but of course we'll hear from him of course i'll be here in the next little while but we do thank john for bringing that that here that here to his, his take on the wrestling uh and pop culture history and birthdays, and of course, 411 Mania for tonight's wrestling news stories here as well. 9.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, Tuesday, September 21st, 2021, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. As we said, the Mothership Broadcast, WCWS Revolution, episode number 1044, Mr. WCWS. W, you and Sean alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, 
of course, coming in at you here, of course, here tonight. We do have a couple of folks here standing by here. Let's go ahead and bring them in here, of course, right now. Uh, I can go ahead and tell you that <clears throat> I can go ahead and tell you, of course, uh, that both these gentlemen, of course, are multiple-time title holders here in our Trivia Championship Series. <clears throat> First off here, uh, coming at us here tonight, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, of course, where he just ate a Philly steak and cheese sandwich. Uh, 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 okay, sorry. Uh, okay, that was probably a bad call. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he is a three-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is, of course, part of the broadcast team for both WCW US Raw Radio every Monday afternoon and Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> He's uh, 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 also, of course, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And, of course, a man who does tell like it is when it comes to wrestling, sports, and everything, of course, you're in, in between here. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, who's not afraid, even afraid to tell us what he what's on his mind, even if he's not wearing a pair of pants. Uh, but, of course, we're introducing him here in just a few minutes. Our, our next gen- next panelist, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he's a member of the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Corporate page. He is also the general manager of WCWUS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. He also, of course, brings us our second volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, uh, towards the end of each of our sh- episodes of Revolution Wolfpack every night. He also, of course, posts also posts those uh, same exact stories, of course, on WCWS Fan Empire and WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade. Uh, <clears throat> Multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Uh, let's see here. And he's also known when also to cut a rug here because we refer to him to the man with the golden voice. And he has proven that here, of course, on all of our shows here, of course, indeed. And, of course, the reason why I may have probably said this man's this man's last name earlier was Swayze was because we were making some reference to, of course, what would have been the birthday last week of the late actor and singer Patrick Swayze. because. Just like Patsy, this man is definitely like the wind. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, uh, but he but he always does stand a ghost of a chance, uh, and he doesn't need to go to any roadhouse to prove anything. So so there so they said so that there you go. And of course he does he he he's definitely one that will not put JD's baby in a corner. Hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll just. Stop while I'm ahead. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he does know how to cut a rug here tonight, and we've been giving him a little bit of a breather as far as, of course, his costume. But tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, he's brought back one that's been very, very unique here. Um, as a matter of fact, as a matter as a, as a, as a matter of fact here, um, he's actually doing a combination of Elvis and Prince. As a matter of fact, we're going to actually call him it's Presley tonight. <laughs> that's his nickname tonight Prince Presley okay uh yeah uh but of course he didn't want to make sure he doesn't get any purple rain on his blue suede shoes whoa okay that was okay uh, again I'll just quit while I'm ahead okay uh, also ladies and gentlemen he is going to be doing a little bit of the twist for chubby checker as a matter of fact he's actually standing up right now trying to do that here even, even as we speak uh <clears throat> uh uh, let's see. 
But also, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you see him walking up and down the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana, be sure to of course let him know that he kind of looks like uh, a combination of both Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie, uh, because but also let him know by doing something just like this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, let us now officially welcome, and I hope this man mind if I will bring him in. I will bring him in. This goes. So allow me, allow me to do that for you. Uh, allow me to do that for you. Uh, to, as we welcome to episode number one thousand forty-four, of course, here of Revolution, the man you simply know as JD. Of course, his real name is the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo. and of course, ladies and gentlemen, the man who will make sure no purple rain gets on his loose suede shoes tonight. The Soul Man, Just Lewis. Swayze. I mean, <laughs> yes, uh, JD, Justin, we welcome you gentlemen here to Revolution episode number 1044 here tonight. We thank you. Hey, uh, for us here thank for you, Jay. Uh, hey, Chad, uh, let me ask you a question. Tell me if my voice sounds like Diamond Dallas Page. I know how to do a good impression of him because JD said it was, I need to go a little deeper. Oh. Okay. Yeah, actually, actually, you sound like an old commercial from the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, I heard my. You want want to want to hear it, Chad? Go ahead before I actually kill myself. Go ahead. Yeah, it's um I Jay I need I need Jay um Jay didn't like it this morning. I need he, I need to go a little deeper. So let me, I'm gonna do it for you. Um, this is my DD Diamond Dallas Page impression. Now I don't intend on going down for this shit. So if any of you take me down for this shit, I will diamond cut you and you. Bang. Yeah. I don't think you need to go that deep. I think I was. Just like it. Hey, why do you think he needs to go deeper? Tell me that. And it looks like JD actually is going deep already. He's going deep on, I don't know where he went, but uh, but uh, but he should be back on just a few minutes. In the meantime here, Justin, just to reiterate, like I said, I agreed. Actually, that's the best, that's the best DDP impression I've actually heard. So, so I, I could tell. I thought you were going to do this. I thought you were going to do the one where you said, like, in a song where you said "self high five, But I mean, but that's close enough to me. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> self high five. Okay, I can't even do that. Anyway, here's what John had to say here about last night's edition of Raw. Says despite two great matches on Raw and a title change, which John thought was amazing, that Rhea and Nikki went in the tag team. Uh, tag team titles due to Connor Secure. It was pretty awesome for Rhea and uh, Nikki to win the tag team belts. Also, the opening match between the Bloodline and the New Day was amazing. And of course, the ending match with Big E, Lashley, and Roman Reigns was great as well. Uh, John, anything else you wish to add there, sir?
And I'm guessing the answer to that question is no. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Okay, sorry about that. All right, anyway. Um, anyway, like I said, let's go ahead here next here to Justin. Um, of course, of course, big, big hype about about last night's Raw. Obviously, I'm, of course, uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos and Paul Heyman making a visit to Raw last night. I'm sure Justin... Obviously, you heard about that, of course, the fact that they were in big-time action here. Also, of course, like I said, seeing the fact that Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia and Tamina to pick up the women's tag team titles. Um, I'll be back. Uh, 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 okay, okay, JD. Uh, and John did add, of course, Raw was an okay show, but it was nothing special. Uh, Justin, despite what we've all said here, what are your personal uh, thoughts and opinions here about uh, last night's edition of Raw? You know, I think the only you know, I think no, I think the only reason why why the um, why Roman why Roman why the Usos and the Usos came to um, Raw because because of the Raw the draft coming up on Raw the draft the draft coming up in next month. So I think I'm, I bet you that the Usos. So that means the Us so means the Usos and Roman Reigns are coming 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 raw. And um so that mean and um all I say is that they're I mean the new day the, the new the new day and the um got buried by the by the new the bloodline last night. You really got buried. And um the only thing that disgusts disgusts me is um why in the world would they um Nia is Nia is um Shayna Baszler breaking Nia Jax's arm. Who books that crap? I mean, I saw, I heard, I never, I felt very sorry for Nia Jax. I heard a wailing of pain. I mean, this woman is dangerous. Not Shayna Baszler is dangerous. I mean, dangerous. I mean, Shayna Baszler is a dangerous individual. She's a bully. I mean, she, she did. This woman has no disregard. I mean, first, I mean, she has no dis, disregard for women. I mean, first she, first she made that disgusting comment about Be Becky Lynch's pregnancy, and now this. It's just, that's despicable. And and um and uh congratulations to Nikki A ASH and Rhea Ripley becoming new tag team champions. But what are they gonna call themselves now? What are, what's their, what's their their tag team name gonna be? What are they gonna call themselves? <laughs> Who know? I, I don't know what 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 I mean. Um, I means Nikki 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 Cross has a superhero gimmick and. Um, Rhea Ripley is Rhea Ripley. Nikki Cross, Nikki, Nikki ASH has a, like a superhero gimmick, and um, Rhea Ripley has like a like a goth, gothic, gothic, like gothic, like metal, um, goth like metal, goth like gimmick or something. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what I mean. And, and all I can say is that Raw was not okay last night, it was not. Right. I didn't like it. Certainly. Oh, I well, that's that's a good point of view there, Justin. Uh, th thank you very much for th thank you thank you very much there, sir. Indeed. Uh, let's um, let's see here. Do we have JD back with us now? Here. Uh, uh, JD, we have you back with us. You have me. 
Okay, well, I don't know how long I might want you, but I mean, <laughs> no, okay, uh-huh. I'm joking. Um, apparently, uh, apparently, it sounds like to me, ladies and gentlemen, I think JD is getting in the proper mood here, because as you know, as we said, the man does simply all the time tell it like it is here. Of course, when it comes to everything there is, to, everything there is to say, and I think it's pretty much now academic here. That we that we go on right ahead, and I give my voice an opportunity. Um, that I that I give my voice an opportunity to have, of course, uh, to ha- have a my. But my, I'll say it in a minute. I had to get my voice rested up for a little bit here, as I was talking about a few other things here for a while. But in the meantime, I know JD's got to get a lot of stuff off his chest. I'm sure it's probably been festering over the last few minutes let's go ahead and let's see what he has to say right here i'm sure he's got a lot of stuff pertaining to a lot of stuff we've covered in the news obviously of course talking about raw possibly some stuff about nxt i'm not sure but let's just see what he has on tap here jd i'll just want to sit back and just chill out and relax here while you have uh i'm sure a, a good well not that but you'll you have a good amount here of course of something to say so you go on right ahead. I'm just going to sit back here and just, as I say, chill out for just a few moments. So, J.D., please go on right ahead. Monday's Raw TV show averaged out 1.793 or almost 1.8 million viewers, up from 1.67 last week. They delivered a 0.49 in its 18-49 demographic, up from last week's 0.43 rating. first hour did 1.86. The second hour did 1.85, almost... And the final hour at 1.66. Our Monday Night Football and the Green Bay Packers, however, and Aaron Rodgers, however, who came back to beat the Detroit Lions in Jericho, won the night, however, if you will, with 11.9 million viewers. Last year's Raw at this time delivered 1.668, or almost 1.67 million viewers for the Clash of Champions Go Home show a year ago. So again, 1.85, just near 1.85 and a half. The second hour, as we said, did one point. First hour did one point eight six, and the final hour did almost one point six seven, but did one point six six seven. There you go. Meanwhile, Stu Schwartz, the legendary wrestler, uh, man, uh, referee, however, for many years, however, in the Mid Atlantic Territory, apparently passed away last weekend at the age of ninety years old. Schwartz, of course, was a referee from the fifties through the eighties, however, and of course, believe it or not, however. Jody Simon, our second-generation wrestler, Howard, said this about him, Howard. He was too good-looking, as Stu Schwartz was the greatest referee of all time. That's why he was never forgotten, however, if you will. Of course, as you know, of course, our thoughts and prayers with Stu's friends and family and former colleagues, if you will, however, as we say goodbye to this very unique, humble referee. Now let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Shall we? That last night, but before we get to that, here's what happened on NXT tonight, however, if you will. We saw, of course, Kushida take on Roderick Strong, and we have a new Cruiserweight Champion, as Roderick Strong is the new Cruiserweight Champion, if you will. Kaylee Ray took on Amari Miller and squashed her with a gory bomb inside of a minute and a half. Dante Chen, however, if you will, the first wrestler from Singapore, however, took care of Trey Baxter inside of a minute, if you will. Meanwhile, Cameron Grimes, however, took on Joe Gacy and defeated him. Electro Lopez with Santos Escobar, Juan Quiron, Raul Mendoza took on an enhancement wrestler and made short work of her opponent. 
Meanwhile, Odyssey Jones however, took on two enhancement wrestlers in a tornado handicap match, if you will. Now, next week we understand how we have these matches listed, however, for the show. Zoe Stark and Io Shirai will take on Toxic Attraction for the tag titles. Raquel Gonzalez and Frankie Monet, that was supposed to happen last week, will probably be next week. More of the uh, honeymoon between Indy Harbaugh and Dexter Loomis next week. Plus, Roderick Strong in his first Cruiserweight title defense, however, will take on Grayson Waller. Meanwhile, in the main event, however, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker will take on Ridge Holland and Pete Holland. Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne, if you will, tonight, however, on NXT. And now, to the fun part of the show. Monday Night, Rancid Raw. And of course, we all talked about what happened, if you will, last night, however, with what happened. Is there 1,500 people saying, however, that left the arena, the PNC arena, however, mind you, however, as far as what went down. But now, apparently, Alexa Bliss tweeted out and denied the report on Twitter today. In fact, she's shooting down the report that 1,500 fans left during the segment, however, between her and Charlotte Flair last night, and said this, however, mind you. Sorry, Meltzer, or whatever, you can't get your cloud off of our segment. Our move on, hashtag stop lying, hashtag literally didn't happen, hashtag you're embarrassing yourself. The story, of course, said, however, that apparently, however, mind you, however, as previously reported, last night's edition of WWE Raw featured Charlotte Flair trying to once again end the career of her doll doppelganger, Charlie, how to further her feud with Little Miss Bliss, how going into this Sunday's show. According to Meltzer on the Observer radio show today, the Charlotte Bliss segment, quote, backfired and had over 1,500 people leaving the PNC Arena in Raleigh. According to Meltzer, our last night's edition of Raw had about 8,000 ticketed fans in attendance for the PNC Arena. However, Meltzer reported that, quote, people were leaving in droves during the Bliss and Charlotte segment, and he added that he was told that 1,500 people left the show during the segment, which was right before the triple threat main event match featuring Roman Reigns versus Big E versus Bobby Lashley. Meltzer went on to say this is the first time he's heard of this many fans leaving a live Raw to go home prior to this um, main event, if you will. But anyway, speaking of that, let's talk, however, about also, however, we understand how our Big E paid an emotional tribute, however, if you will, however, to Brody Lee, however, during the opening segment of Raw. Of course, we saw a six-person tag start out the show, however, mind you, how that saw the New Day, of course, if you will, however, take on the bloodline, of course, of Roman, Jimmy, and Jay Uso, or should I say Jackoff, Jay Uso, and Jackass, Jay Uso. Then, of course, we had Eva Marie take on Dewdrop Power, and that was a quick match. Then we go to Randy Orton and, Randy, uh, of course, AJ Styles, with Riddle and almost in each of the respectable corners. The referee did see almost try to trip Randy, and when he saw him and almost denied it along with AJ that he had anything to do with it, the referee did not believe him. And as a result, we saw what happened in the end, and that was being ejected from ringside. As a result, Riddle was having fun, poking fun of this, however, mind you, involving of all people, however, almost, but not before almost came back and decided to basically put the beat down on the bro man himself of RK Bro. Then, of course, we go to the Charlotte Alexa thing, which was absolutely stupid beyond words. I'm going to say that was a worthless segment. Then, of course, Mansoor Mustafa Ali, of course, took on the new team of Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, the cousins, if you will. 
Gee, I guess they got him out of catering this week, however, after being put in catering for so long, however, and made short work of them in less than five minutes. And speaking of less than five minutes, then we have Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley, of course, taking on Nanny and Tamina. Originally, Nanny and Tamina were supposed to take on, of course, uh, Shotzi and Tegan, but I guess that was not going to happen, however, and that was kind of BS, if you ask me, considering the fact that they had beat both Shotzi and Nanny, of course, over the last couple weeks. To that, I just don't get that at all, how they are absolutely crapping on them. Speaking of crap, however, we had, of course, before the show, main event results and a dark match. The dark match, of course, consisted of Keith Lee, who now apparently has a new gimmick called Bearcat. Oh, gee, what a coincidence. Let's bury Keith Lee some more by changing his theme, changing his name, however, and giving him a new nickname, however, and making him look like a pile of shit. Bravo, Vince. Bravo, Bruce. Bravo, Mr. Dunn. And, of course, Mr. Personality himself, the man with no testicles, however, along with Nick Kahn, however. And that is, of course, the Bellas, let's just say, uh, Mom's husband, Mr. People uh, Personality himself, however. The one only, Larry if you will, however. Then, of course, we had Karrion Cross take on Ricochet and beat Ricochet with a cross-jacket sleeper. Good idea, Vince. Let's continue to bury Carrying Cross, the NXT World Champion, some more while you're at it. And also bury, while we're at it, how our Lindsay Dorado of the Lucha House Party, Cedric the Clown Alexander, defeated him on main event this week. Anyway, of course, we then go, of course, to, of course, the first match of the night, however, which I'm, I'm doing a lot backwards trending here. And, of course, we saw the Bloodline win against the New Day because, once again, bitch boy Bobby Lashley couldn't uh, handle being butthurt of losing the title last week, however, if you will. And as a result, how we saw Big E and, of course, uh, find Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce how and told him that he won them in a handicap match later in the night. So, of course, that was our main event. Then, of course, uh, we go to Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. And we find out how our Damian Priest is out there and the winner of that will go on to face Damian Priest at Extreme Rules this Sunday. As a result, how we knew Sheamus was in the match, but Jeff Hardy needed this win, or at least he thought he needed this win, by defeating Sheamus Howard, which his uh, face guard got ripped off, Howard, and his nose got busted open again, and started to bleed a little bit, Howard, as we couldn't tell if it was a bumper or uh, whatever it may be. I mean, we couldn't tell if it was a bumper, just maybe one of Jeff's fists, Howard, cold-cocked the Celtic Warrior. Speaking of idiots, let's talk about Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Oh, yes. Let's talk about these two morons. Miss Anti-Vax herself, Waste of Space, Nubby Nosy, Nebby and Nosy, and Waste of Space, Nia Jax. And, of course, the submission magician, the Queen of Space, as she calls herself, Shayna Sleazeball Baszler. Yeah, let's continue to find a way to just continue to make this look like complete trash, if you ask me. And, of course, we saw Shayna stomp on the elbow and arm of Nia Jax, which she showed no mercy, of course, on the irresistible force, Nebby Nosy Nasty Nia Jax. And, of course, again, this was a short match. Looks like she'll be out of action. Shayna, like I said, and the question is, how long is she going to be out of action? Is this a legit injury or is this part of the show? We don't really know yet, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens as we hope to get an update on that eventually at some point. But by the way, can somebody please tell me what is tomorrow night besides Wednesday night? Does anyone know what tomorrow night is? Oh, of course. I know what it is. It is Stadium Stampede Show, however. Or should I say Stadium Rampage and also Dynamite Show in Arthur Ashe Stadium. And guess what, Vince? 
You're going to see a real company put out real fans, however, with a great line of power that has been promoted for weeks on end, however, and is going to show you up once and for all as they hope to shove it down your throat and out your backside at the same time, as well as Friday night. And if that's not all, this is the same company, however, that is going to do a tribute, however, to one of your former wrestlers, however, by naming a World Cup after him, however, which is a surprise to me, however, that Tony Khan and this person, uh, wife, is actually getting involved with this, considering we know her history with you personally, however, but has decided to change her attitude and see the light a little bit, at least for now, which I don't understand why she is doing this, however, but it is her, but go figure. And, of course, we're talking about Owen Hart, and that, of course, is the Owen Hart Memorial Trophy uh, tournament, however, which hopefully will be starting very soon. But again, as I said before, however, the night was not done because we had that triple threat match. And once again, who won the main event? Can somebody please tell me? Oh, yes. It was none other than Rat Boy Roman Reigns because once again, Roman had to have his mouth all over Vince's balls and tickle his ass, however, along with Bruce's nuts, however, in his mouth, however, at the same time by making Big E look like a bitch, however, and also that of Bobby Lashley. Great job, guys. Let's have Roman Reigns shoved down our throat at the beginning and at the end tonight. Bravo, guys. And by the way, the story about Keith Lee, Howard, this is how he got the name Bearcat. Apparently, Bearcat, Howard, was a black man who became incredibly popular as a babyface in the 50s and 60s. Despite the racial tension, however, going on at the time, it was briefly suspended by the Indiana State Athletic Commission after announcing that he would not support segregated wrestling. He would go on to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship after that and passed away in 1982 and was inducted into the Legacy Wing in 2017. Gee, Vince, I wonder how you came up with that one, you stupid moron, along with your whole booking team by making Keith Lee look like a little punk power bitch at the same time by just basically crapping all over him. So yeah, all told, I was not very impressed with this show and I can only say how it's going to continue to get worse how before it continues to get any better. So as I said, folks, Howard, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens, mind you. So that being said, am I excited about um, Extreme Rules this Sunday? No, I'm not. But I am excited about tomorrow night's show, and I can tell you right now, Vince, you better be paying attention to what AEW is going to be doing, because if you don't, Howard, you're going to see once again the train passing you by. So get ready. You're going to see a real company put on real wrestling tomorrow night. So I hope you're paying attention. Rest I mean, in peace. Yeah. Exactly. Might as well hit Dun. the ball now. Exactly. Exactly. Dun. Now, before we go on, I did hear, however, that the main event, however, is now in the bag, however, and we can tell you that the winner of the match is Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa, however. But like I said, however, and of course, Braun Breaker, however, Rick Stein's son, apparently, is teasing that he is going to go after the championship at some point. Um, Champa. Oh, goody. Let's have Rick Steiner's son, however, who has not been in the company a few weeks, however, get a shot against the one last hope of NXT, however, who for years, however, has been carrying NXT on his back through and through besides Adam Cole, baby, at one time. And that is, no, not Johnny Gargano. I am talking about the one and only Tommaso Champa. So, yeah, once again, Vince, bravo. Bravo on your part, my friend, by making NXT look like a joke tonight. So, having said that, I can only say I was not impressed with what I saw tonight. All I can say is I am absolutely disgusted with what I saw tonight. So, overall, all I can say is not much else, however. 
And on that note, I am going to get rolling a little early, guys. I hate to cut it short, but I will be back tomorrow night. I'm a little bit late, but guys, enjoy the show tomorrow night. We're going to see a great show. And Vince, get ready because start 8 o'clock tomorrow night. You might as well just pack your stuff up and get ready to be... Uh, Shuffled off to the funeral home because by the end of the night hour, you'll be laying in a casket with dirt all over you and showing how much basically no one will show you any respect, no no more remorse either because AEW will be kicking your ass. So until tomorrow, guys, I will see you then. And on that note, yeah. I am gone. And, and JD, one quick thing I will mention before you leave. Um, I did read, of course, about the thing about this nickname that they that they gave to Keith Lee to use for his dark match last night. They said it's not etched in stone, so no, they're not certain if it's going to actually going to be used on a full-time oh, okay. basis. That, that's, that's, what I, that's what I read. Or that's, of course, they actually end up making their minds about it here a lot sooner than we've, we've, all, well, we've, all, we've often seen that many, many times. So we'll just have to wait and see, of course, what will happen with that. But as right now, as of right now, it's not etched in stone. Okay, on that note, I'm going to get rolling here. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All right, J.D., thank you very much, sir, sir. We greatly appreciate it. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. we thank the Iceman, Jared D. Jerome, for coming on here tonight. A little more earlier than expected. J.D. But, uh, but leave it a little bit more earlier. Um, even a little bit more earlier than usual, but that that's that's all right, of course. But we do thank you for coming on and getting his thoughts and opinions, of course, here on everything that has happened here, of course, here indeed. Um, I stated this in the news here about the story, obviously, about Roderick Strong defeating Kushida tonight on NXT, the cruiserweight belt. One thing I will go ahead and say is that it was because the Diamond Mind actually had a hand in that apparently distracting the referee, uh, thereby causing Kushida to lose the belt to Roderick Strong. So it would not doubt, and of course, one thing it would not doubt me at all is that if, if and one thing that would, would be would be right for change is that if they actually, uh, Regal actually does the right thing, and of course, automatically, you know, I'm sure Kushida has earned himself a rematch for that title. It seems how he's held it since April, and it's been about five months. So I would like to see Kushida, of course, get that opportunity here again. And also, I would like to, for once, I would like to see, of course, the Diamond Mine remain at re- remain uh, in the back during this match because that's obviously, of course, they're not this it's not going to turn out of course it's not going to turn out in their favor here exactly so we'll definitely of course have to wait and see of course what will definitely happen here with that uh let's give the number one more time here folks one six oh five five six two zero four 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 caller id one three eight zero five five pound this is episode number one thousand forty four of WCW's Revolution, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, alongside the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, of course, my thanks once again to the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, for coming on here, of course, here tonight. Uh, he, of course, had to leave us here a little bit early, but, of course, he did, He did, of course, state, get his, state his mind, of course, here about everything here, of course, going on. So we do thank him for coming on 
on tonight here as well. Uh, just I will go and let you know here tomorrow night as far as our programming goes in here in the radio network. <clears throat> at 6.30, of course, don't forget WCW US Outside the Ropes, uh, 141-387-pound, as I'll be on to bring you the latest uh, uh, the latest uh, pop culture news and views and some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And also, of course, bring you, uh, of course, uh, some pop culture history and pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, as well. So be sure to listen in on WCWS Outside the Ropes here tomorrow night at 6.30, of course, right here on TalkShoe. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget episode number 1045 of Revolution at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound. Of course, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, will get some more uh, thoughts and opinions about um, <clears> tonight's <throat> episode of NXT. We'll also get some, uh, we'll also, of course, get you, try to get you some of the results in for tomorrow night's AW Dynamite. Uh, by the way, and of course, I meant to mention the JD but the name of the show is called Dynamite Grand Slam. Uh, but, uh, but of course, I mean, the way he said it, I mean, obviously, it, it did sound about right. But, of course, we will, of course, give you some results in, of course, here on, on that here as well. Uh, <clears throat> and also, of course, just like we will here in a few moments, we will keep you up to date here on our prediction title challenge for Corpus Extreme Rules 2021. So be sure to, of course, listen in and all that. And, of course, be sure to get your votes in, of course, on WCWS Dynasty, of course, as soon as possible to uh, get your votes uh, counted in here. Uh, so that way, because we have something big going on with that, which I will talk about here in a few minutes. But be sure to listen to episode 1045 of Revolution coming up here this uh, this time, tomorrow night, starting at 9, 138-055-pound, of course, right here on talkshoe.com uh speaking of that title challenge let me go ahead and reiterate here uh of course how we are doing of course with that so far um as as you know of course we have been getting we have of course uh, have a we have a few people here that have officially have signed in on our for our title for title challenge um <clears throat> Let us see, of course, if we can get any. Let us, of course, if we have, of course, uh, um, we can get any, of course, updates here, of course, here at all, as far as. Any updates as far as our um, title challenge, of course, here is concerned. I will point out that so far, uh, <clears throat> we have, we of course I think had we had I think we had one additional uh, uh, person uh, casting their votes um, on the on the matches here. Uh, but of course, I can't go in. To tell you that now officially have just to verify here. Yes, we do have officially six people, um, <clears throat> um, six people, of course, that have voted so far, and that is Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler, who makes his return to the prediction title challenge, as well as the human suplex machine John Gross, also uh, Byron J. Brain, Robbie Thomas, of course, from uh, 
held a forum. Rest in discussion are in, 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 are have popped in as well. Black Widow Michelle then cast her votes in, and just tonight the Iceman Jared DiGiromo has also cast his votes in, of course, here as well. Uh, so so far, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have six people that have, of course, signed in. There is still plenty of time to, of course, get in in on the action, of course, here as well. Uh, <clears throat> as of course, so far here, let me go ahead and talk about here the matches here. We did, of course, make a note that Hardy has been added to the United States Championship match at Extreme Rules, and that he and we have added him on here, of course, here to the poll here for the U.S. title match here. Let's go ahead and bring you, of course, what we have, of course, so far in terms of where everybody has voted. Uh, of course, as we said, six people here. We have five people have voted for Becky Lynch to hold on to the SmackDown women's title. And we have one person voted for Bianca Belair to win it back. The United States have had all six people involved vote for Damian Priest. So far, nobody has voted for either Sheamus or for Jeff Hardy. Uh, the Raw women's title match, of course, I think uh, right now, out of the six people, five people have voted for this match. Four people are voting for Miss Bliss. One person is voting for Charlotte. The Universal title match. So far, we've got uh, five people going for Roman Reigns to retain. And we've got one person voting for Finn Balor in this match. The SmackDown tag team titles we currently have right now. Four people having the Usos retain the belts. We have two people going for the Street Profits to, of course, uh, to win to uh to to win those titles and the match between Liv morgan and carmella we have five people voting for Liv morgan we have one person voting for carmella but like we said mr hulkamania bob ziggler the human suplex machine john Rowe, as well as rain robbie thomas the black widow michelle lynn dodds and the ice manager di Girolamo have officially gotten in their votes in of course thus far here <clears throat> but of course we will of course hopefully yeah, John. I said I said you have. Yeah, I did. I did. I did mention your name. Yes, I did. I did. I did say John. I did say your name. Yes. So, like I said, we hope to hear from some more folks. And of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you can WCWS Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dynasty Forever, and you can cast your votes in on the matches here, of course, here for the for the prediction title challenge. Also. So of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have something else going on here as well. The three match, the three mat, the matches for, of course, <clears throat> for the matches here, of course, pertaining to the um, um, to the belts for the um, um, from the All Out Prediction Title Challenge we had recently. First off, the NWA US Anniversary Championship. The champion, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stuff, was taking on the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Currently, right now, Michelle is leading Jordan right now, three votes to one. A number one contenders match here, uh, pitting for, for this is for a shot to face John for the um, AWS Red Dragon Championship. So far, we're voting for the old man Justin Lewis Fleming. One person has actually cast in their vote for Danny from Oak Park. Nobody has voted for Sandy Hayes. As for the number one contender match, triple threat match for the first dance championship, see who will face Justin Carter. Uh, Derek Froman and Jackie Wilkes have not received any votes at all, but the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, currently has 
four votes, of course, up and going. So we, we like to continue the votes, of course, here as well. We will update everybody as far as those matches are concerned. On, uh, of course, on this coming Friday's edition, of course, here on Revolution. So be sure to listen in on that. And, <clears throat> but of course, like I say, continue to get your votes in. Of course, hopefully here, of course, as soon as possible. As of course, like I said, we, as of course, like I said here, we may have, uh, as of course, like I said, we, have, <clears throat> as we have, of course, a lot, uh, a lot, a lot more, a lot, hopefully a lot more stuff here going on. Now, as for the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge, now this might sound kind of awkward here, but let me go ahead and explain what we're going to do here. This may be <clears throat> a WWE pay-per-view that we're voting on. However, I'm kind of switching things around a little bit, if you will. But that and, and what I am doing exactly here, ladies and gentlemen, is that I am, of course, uh, introducing a brand new trivia championship belt once again. This time, it is a, it is a new AEW US championship belt, and that belt is uh, that championship belt is the AEW US BTE championship. As you know, of course, there is a, a show on their YouTube that they, that they put out <clears throat> called. <clears throat> called being the elite that's what that is based on so that belt will of course be introduced of course the winner of the prediction title challenge after extreme rules will become the new aew us bte champion now you're going to you're asking yourself mr wws what does that mean for everybody else i have not forgotten about anybody else who does take part for a real good crowd for this and that is, of course, everybody else will earn opportunities at the existing AEWUS championship belts by being placed in pole matches for said AEWUS belts. <clears throat> um, of course, like I said, there's a lot of belts currently going on right now. Of course, having to do with, of course, uh, having to do with uh, certain wrestlers. Also, of course, is having to do with the shows from AEW, the pay-per-views from AEW. Um, like I said, uh, <clears throat> anything associated with AEW, of course, we've actually been using in a sense. Uh, we've been, of course, like I said, been taught, we've been, of course, like I said, using it and to make a great championship belt. So, like I said here, folks, <clears throat> uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you um, this is this is what this is all about here. Like I said, I mean, it says AEW. Of course, obviously, is making a big time impact here. I figured, why not? Why not go on? Why not go on ahead and just do something truthfully unique? You know what I mean? So that's what we're doing here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. So with this, so we urge everybody to definitely. Of course, get your votes here as soon as possible. Like we said, we have six people so far, but we'd like to see some more pop on there. If, if and remember, you have until Sunday before Extreme Rules to get the votes in. Just go to WCWUS Dynasty Today, and the link there's. And of course, uh, there's also a link on uh, the group started by the Human Suplex Machine John Gross called 
as we said, GSWI, the grossest, toughest wrestling recorded Facebook picture to definitely, of course, check that out here. Of course, <clears throat> of course, here as well to get your to get your name in the hat here. As of course, like I said, for an opportunity to either become the new BTE champion or to earn a shot at an existing AEW US Trivia Championship belt. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-pound. This is episode number 1000 of WCWS Revolution, of course. Uh, this <clears throat> this is 10.28 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here with you. Of course, we do have the, still have the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with us. And also, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Of course, I do urge Justin to also get on there and try to vote on that page as soon as possible. As well, get his name in the hat here. Okay. As well. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, go prediction on. center? The prediction center? No. Remember, I told you, the and, and remember, I mentioned that, that the poll option has been disabled on there for some reason. The page that I'm doing it on now, if you're not a member of it, like I said, I'll have to send you a request, or I may just have to invite you. But the group is called WCWS Dynasty. That's the group that I'm doing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I remember now. I remember. Now I remember. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm doing them there for the time being until I can figure out something else. I mean, permanently, I don't know yet, but, but yeah, but also, of course, like I said, Justin, I am, and of course, I'm just case if you did hear what I did mention a little while ago, that right now, of course, in the, in the contender match for the AWS Red Dragon Championship, you are actually currently leading that triple threat match. If it goes well by Friday, you may have the next shot at John, so you, so just cross your fingers on that. So definitely here, of course, indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, also we've been talking with, uh, as I mentioned before, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, is making his return to the prediction title challenge scene. He has actually brought this to my attention, that he has not been able to have a trivia championship series matchup in a quite a long time. He has agreed to put up one of his trivia championship series belts up against the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. And after, of course, talking with uh, Mr. Hulkamania, of course, here uh, not too long ago, he has officially decided to put up the WWF US Brahma Bull Championship against JD. As to when that will take place, um, uh, uh, what show, or um, and what, what Format what right now we have not worked that out here as of yet, but of course we have not officially, I have not officially made it known to JD yet. Well, I have told him, but we have not told him which we have not told him what the circumstances now since we actually got that update last night. So hopefully, like I said, at some point down the road, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler will be back on our shows uh, to possibly help to come in and talk about everything going on here with wrestling. And who knows? He may, of course, like I said, at some point, talk about uh, talk about here. Excuse me. Talk about here, of course, anything going on here, of course, here with wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> here, of course, here as well. So uh, we'll keep you informed about that when we do hear something a little bit more. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me take the time here, of course, here away from the wrestling talk for just a moment. Uh, just to let you, just to also mention here to you that if anyone is interested, be sure to visit, of course, our visit, of course, our my page entitled uh, for my for my little, of course, my little <clears throat> DVD store in, entitled Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. And basically, ladies and gentlemen, what that is, as I mentioned here before, of course, we have a lot of different ti uh, titles, of course, of uh, movies from the past and present uh, in DVD and Blu-ray form. We also have, of course, uh, of different TV shows in the past and present, also in DVD and Blu-ray form. Uh, we have DVD, of course, here uh, <clears throat> that we had that uh, that that uh, that we have in um, the white what they call the little window envelopes uh <clears throat> and we've also of course here ladies and gentlemen have dvds and either the actual disc ladies and gentlemen not copies with that at all whatsoever uh <clears throat> but we do also have the dvds in the actual dvds in the little jewel cd cases as well uh so in addition to, of course, selling, like I said, the DVDs and Blu-rays in their actual cases for $1 a piece, regardless of how many discs are in it, we've got the DVDs in the window envelopes for $0.25 cents a piece. And we also have, of course, DVDs in the little jewel cases for $0.50 cents a piece. Uh, so like I said, there's a whole lot of great choices there. There might be some movies you haven't seen there in a long time. And... <clears throat> that uh, you haven't been able to try to find anywhere. So, like I said, if you're you're interested in, uh, if you're interested in, of course, like I said, taking a look at them, please feel free to come check them out here today. We actually just over the weekend added at least three more new, three or four new lists. So we urge everybody to, of course, come and check that out here, of course, here as well. All different things, different genres like action and adventure, uh, science fiction. Uh, comedy, drama, westerns, uh, horror, and even, of course, like I said, seasons of different TV shows here as well. Now, there's there's lists on on this page that are dating back to maybe a couple, at least a couple of years. Uh, all the all the titles on here, regardless if there's any like repeats of any or, or not, if you see one that you that you are interested in buying please let me know like i said I, I am still doing and a lot of them will be in their actual cases if they're dvds or blu-rays i am selling them for a dollar a pop if you're interested in them and we'll talk about how the process goes if you're interested but if you get an opportunity just if you just want to look please feel free you don't have to buy anything I mean, I, I, I do, of course, always like to see people come and at least take a look and see what I have, maybe giving them some ideas later on down the road if they if they really decide to, they want to do something, of course. So be sure to visit the page here today, ladies and gentlemen, facebook.com forward slash forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety today. Remember, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check it out here today. We may be adding some more on here, of course, hopefully here soon. But please come and check out what we have on hand. 
and by all means please let me know if there's any i can find for you that you may not see i will do my very best to try to locate them for you there to of course check that out here of course here today uh ladies and gentlemen at, at of course like i said we've got about uh looks like about at least 24 more minutes before the close out of the show here tonight uh and we've pretty much kind of talked about everything here that we normally that we normally of course obviously um and of course like i said would of course talk about here tonight uh let's now double check here of course i know justin will have something here and hopefully here in a little while but john let me go to you sir and um any announcements that you wish to make even anything concerning anything going on in your group okay uh john uh the gswi title matches have they been are they officially up and going or or when are they going to be posted okay oh okay 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 <clears throat> all right thank you for um okay okay so ladies and not uh so according to john here in about 20 minutes or so those um those title matches of course obviously um Of course, obviously, are going to end here. I did not know you already had them up there, John. Uh, uh, um, but uh, let's see here. Um, No, no, I was going to, and John's already left us here. What I was looking for, I was going to ask him about the uh, about the matches concerning oh. the um, the G the 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 GSWI title matches here. That, that uh, um, uh, let's see here. I had actually no idea. I do have a little bit of a, I do have a, I, I can give you a little bit of an update here and I don't know if Justin, you've been keeping up with it or not, but it looks like more than likely partner that that we're not faring too well in our apparently the ladies are going to try to kick our hind ends here i just now posted it and why john want to and i will 
point this out, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why the human suplex. I know this is his group, but I don't know why in the world John would vote against us. I have no idea why. Uh, so, but um, So, so, ladies and gentlemen, it, it would appear, it would appear, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, as I continue to try to, of course, earn, try to continue to get a championship belt, uh, uh, Of course, obviously, but apparently, like I said, uh, John's not here to answer any any of my questions here. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But, uh, but hopefully, like I said, we'll try to probably figure out that answer a little bit later. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to I, let's go ahead and get Justin back on here right now, if I may. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to step away for the last few moments of right here of the show. In the meantime, here, of course, here, as you know, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, has our second volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. And you can always check out his reports on WCWUS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash WCWU Appreciation. And also WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash <clears throat> WCWUS Entertainment. We're going to let Justin go here for just a few moments here while I, of course, step away for just a couple moments. Justin, I will return momentarily. That will be an opportunity to read what you have on tap here uh, for today, September the 21st. So please proceed. I will return here shortly. Okay, and I also got something to close the show out with tonight. Okay, not not a, not a problem. But I'll I'll announce it here when you when after you get done. No problem. You go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, birthdays. Same birthdays. Birthdays. Where's the birthdays? Trying to find the birthdays. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Today is a happy 20, 23rd birthday to Mexican luchador Multi Bronce. Today is a happy 29th birthday to Stella Gray. Today is a happy 30, 34th birthday to Ivelisse Melagro Velez, better known by reading Ivelisse Velez, Puerto Rican pro wrestler. Today is a happy 37th birthday to David Dutra. Today is a happy 38th birthday to Waka, Waka Karen Shinsi, Japanese pro wrestler. Today is a happy 40, 44th birthday to Koei Sato. Today is a happy 50, 60, 60, 73rd birthday, I believe. 73. 70. Yeah, 73rd birthday to. It's a happy 72nd birthday to Mitsu Moda, Japanese pro wrestler. I know it's um, Ricky Morton's birthday today, um, known for the Rock and Roll Express. I know it's already um, would have been Jack Briscoe's birthday today. Gone already mentioned. Now the history, history, wrestling history. Okay. No, no, okay, go ahead. Trying to find the wrestling history. Oh, oh, what well, a one in the birthday, Chad. Uh, today's a um, today's a happy birthday to uh, Dave Coolier from Full House. Um, uncle, yeah. he played Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, he, I heard he, about that. Joey. He played Joey Gladstone. He's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love him when I was little. Cut it out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's his catchphrase. Yeah, cut it, he cut did, out. He did, did, did his yeah, yeah. He did cut it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, all right, 50 years ago today in AWA All-American Wrestling, Billy Robinson beat Nick Bockwinkle, Ray Stevens beat Bull Belinsky, Vivian Vashon beat, beat K, K. Noble, and the Minister Namaraki, Jack Benz. And 50 years ago today in Georgia Championship Wrestling, and I don't know who won these matches, Jerry Oates versus, uh, on the match card, Jerry Oates versus Mr. X, George Scott versus Bill White, midget match, Cowboy Lang versus the Matty Adam, women's match, Vicky Williams versus the Fabulous Moolah, Dick Steinberg and Kleindock Bill versus Robert Monroe and Flash Monroe and in tag team title match. I mean, Black, I mean, Flash Monroe and then making tag team title match, Bull Bob Armstrong and El Mongo versus the, the Assassins by disqualification for the t- title. Notes Armstrong and Mongo have been reigning, making tag team champions since they went to went over the Assassins. 
on July 1971 in Macon. 50 years ago today in Dallas in the world-class championship wrestling, Fitz Von Eric, Jerry Valentine, and Jose Lafario defeated Buddy Wolf, Toru Tanaka, and Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Patterson in a, in a One, two, three, four, five, six, and six-man tag team match. Wahoo McDaniel, Wahoo McDaniel DCR spoiler. I don't know what that is. Nick Kozak defeated Rocco Lubitsch via disqualification. Bobby Shane defeated Bob Burns. Forty years ago today, WWE hosted Madison Square Garden in New York City, where it's called the World Wrestling Federation, and the attendance chair was 920. The great Yatsu defeated Baron Michael Sakluna. Mr. Fuji and Mr. Sal defeated Angelo Mako, Baron Michael Sakluna, Brock Bulldog Brawl, Kurt Hanning, Mr. Perfect Kurt Angle, Mr. Perfect Kurt Hanning, Dominic Danucci, Johnny Roz, Jose Estrada, Killer Khan, Larry Shark, Mill Masters, Pedro Morales, Rick Damal Martel, Roberto Sado, Rick Ron Shaw, Special Delivery Jones, Steve O. Great Yatsu, Tony Gurria in a battle royal. Steve O defeated. Steve O defeated Ron Shaw. Mr. Fuji defeated Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Killer Khan defeated Dominic Nucci. Mr. Sal defeated Roberto Soto. And Bob Becklin defeated the Mr. Don Morocco in a Texas death match. For the WWE title, Mr. Perfect, I mean, Bob Becklin retains his title. Pedro, Pedro Morales defeated um, Larry Sharp. Mill Maskers defeated Bulldog Brower. Rick DeMar Martel and Tony Greer defeated Johnny Ross and Jose Lafario for the WWE Tag Team titles. Sting defeated Mike, 30 years ago today, Mike Fever defeated Sting defeated Mike Fever on WCW Pro. 30 years ago today, Cactus Jack, we know as Mick Foley, defeated that, um, Defeated Dave Diamond on WCW Worldwide. 30 years ago today, Johnny B. Bad, we know as Mark Merrill, defeated T.C. Carter on WCW Power Hour. 30 years ago today on WWE Superstars, Vince the Old Fart McMahon tells us that Savage's appeal to have his suspension lifted was denied, that he systematically destroyed Tony's office as Piper goes off on a rant about the news. Uh, Vince and Chad, Vince's wacky of choice of words and Gene Oakland, then after that, Gene Oakland interviewed Savage at his home, at Savage's home. Savage says he is thankful for the fan support, but he needs to be here with Elizabeth. We hear him, we hear Elizabeth off camera, asks if she needs to help, but put help, but puts, but in Savage insists that she is fine. Savage says he will apologize for what he did to Tony's office, but what will anyone else to do in this situation as Elizabeth is emotionally scared, scarred, as their wedding was ruined and crashed. Thank, Savage thanks Sid Justice for being there to prevent any further damage. Then says he feels terrible for not being able to do anything about what happened. Savage then says Sid might be able to do something right for now, right and now, something and right now. That's the only thing that he can prove that he can hope for them. Like he becomes even more emotional and cuts the interview short. And Chad, I know you love how they produced this segment and humanized Savage to get the angle over. Savage was tremendous here, and you, and it made you want to see him get revenge on Jake more. Even, even more. 
Oh yeah, the uh, the deal with the uh, the deal with the with the with the with the Cobra. Um, yeah. And after that, after that, and after that, on the show, but Rick Flair and Bobby Heenan are guests on a funeral parlor with Paul Bearer. Thirty years ago today, on W on USWA Championship Wrestling, on the match card, I don't know who won this: Scorpion versus Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony, Dave Dowdy versus U, USWA Southern Champion Flamboyant the Flamboyant Eric Embry with Tojo Yamamoto in a non-title match, Chris Frazier versus Billy Joe Travis, Freezer Thompson versus USWA Ch Unified Champion Jerry King Lawler in a non-title match, PYT's Randy Rose and Eric Fontaine with Christopher Honey Love versus USWA Tag Team Champions Jeff Jarrett and Tennessee Stud Robert Fuller. The number one those man at these matches on that day, 30 years, 30 years ago today. 30 years ago today, Johnny B. Bad defeated Ian Weston on WCW. World Championship Wrestling slash WCW Saturday Night on TBS. Now here's some pop culture history. Twenty years ago today. It's okay. That's all right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go back to 40 years ago today in American primetime television history, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the New England, England Patriots 35-21 to 21 on ABC's Monday Night Football. And see, uh, 30 years ago today, I know you remember this show, Chad. 30 years ago today in American primetime history, ABC, NBC aired a new TV sitcom called The Torkinsons. I heard of that, yeah. And... See, 20 years ago today, Chad, in American primetime history, a TV special called America, a tribute to heroes, aired on all American major broadcast networks. I know you remember that, Fox, UPN, ABC, NBC, and CBS, including some other cable networks. A&E, BET, Country Music Television Station, Comedy Cent CMT, Comedy Central, Court TV, Discovery Channel, E ESPN Fox Family, you know, no one who knows um, Freeform, it was called ABB, ABC Family. Fox Sports, Net, FX, Galavision, Hallmark Channel, HBO, Lifetime, MTV, Oxygen, Pax Network, PBS, Sci-Fi Channel, Showtime, Sundance, Sundance Channel, Telemundo, TLC, TN, now we know it's Paramount Network, TNT, WB, Southern, Turner South, Univision, UPN, USA Network and VH1. America, a tribute to heroes with similar class on the internet at www.tributetoheroes.org at, www at America Online, as well as on more than 8,000 radio outlets around the country, including Westwood One, Clear Channel Communications, ABC Radio Village, and Ilfields and Major Markets. Internationally, America, a tribute to heroes was tribute to broadcasters more than 210 countries around the world, including BBC One in the United Kingdom. Further, the American Forces Network carried the program live on radio and television to American soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines in over 175 countries around the world. Let's see. Let's see, we want some other, see, I'm trying to find some more history close to Japan. 
And 50 years ago today, NBC, NBC aired a new TV show called Sarge, starring, I believe, um, the late, the late uh, George Kennedy. And 50 years ago, ABC aired a made-for-television film called Congratulations to the Boy, starring the late Bill Bixby. And 10 years ago today, I know you remember this show, Chad. 10 years ago today, Revenge debuts on ABC. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And 20 years ago today, a movie was released in theaters nationwide called Glitter, starring Mariah Carey. Which I think that movie kind of bombed, what I remember. Yeah, but the soundtrack was good. I like the movie anyway. Yeah, I guess the only, the only cool thing about it was how Mariah Carey looked at the time, but yeah, but, but nevertheless, I mean, there was a lot, there was, I did hear that it did get some good responses, but there were some people that they were not that crazy about it, and some stuff I read on it, but, you know, and, uh, and, um, you know, you know, you know today is a happy birthday, and you know, Chad, you know today is a happy birthday to Christian Johnson. Oh, from um um Third Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love I love the soundtrack to that. Yeah, I like that one too. I remember that. Yeah. And okay, that's it. Okay, and believe it or not, if you remember. Uh, it had a lot of great guest stars on it. I, I even remember. I remember. Like, I remember Bates. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember two or three others. I remember William Shatner was also a, uh, a guest star. I even remember um, Dennis Rodman. I believe was a guest star. I, I, even China was a guest star. Yes, yep. that's right. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, thank you very much, there, Justin. Uh, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, <clears throat> and you can always check out Justin's uh, um, wrestling and pop culture reports every single day, of course, um, through WCWUS and Empire for your wrestling uh, history. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS appreciation. And also, of course, this pop culture report you can you can check out through WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. Of course, like I said, Fan Empire and Entertainment Cavalcade, we got a lot of great other videos and uh, uh, pictures like that we've posted recently, so check out a lot of those there as well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to everybody for listening in here tonight to episode number 1,040. 1044 of WCWS, excuse me, WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks, of course, in addition to the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Also, I want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, for also joining us here tonight. As we, of course, brought you, of course, tonight's reviews report, John and Justin both brought us their takes on wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for this evening. We also, of course, gave our honest opinions about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Plus, also, J.D. did give us a little bit more insight about what took place uh, tonight on NXT. 
And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I did, of course, remind everyone once again about the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge. Be sure to go to WCWS Dynasty now, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dynasty Forever to, of course, uh, cast your votes in for the for the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge as there will be a new AEWS trivia title belt, of course, uh, debuting and of course the uh, the winner of the prediction title challenge will win that belt plus also shots at other aews championship belts will also be of course up for grabs here as well and there's so many of them we, we want to give everybody an opportunity so ladies like i said ladies and gentlemen be sure to of course uh get your votes in of course today as well as of course the matches we currently have going right now uh, Jordan Stoffless is defending the NWA US Anniversary Championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Currently, right now, <clears throat> uh, the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, Danny from Oak Park, and Sandy Hayes are shot at John's AWS Red Dragon Championship. And also, of course, uh, the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo is currently leading Derek Frommett and Jackie Wilkes for an opportunity. At, at for for the for uh the AWS first dance championship of course uh for a shot against of course the current champion justin carter so be sure to of course check that out here of course here as well you can do you can vote for the page as the prediction title challenge of course take care of all but at one time if you wish to of course get in on on any of your voting <clears throat> As we said, coming up, of course, don't forget to check out Outside the Ropes tomorrow night at 6.30, 141-387-POUND with your pop culture, uh, news, and history, and birthdays. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, episode 1045 of Revolution, news and views, history, and birthdays, of course, our thoughts about the 9th NXT. So we'll try to get in some results for, of course, tomorrow night's Grand Slam edition of Dynamite, plus some other, of course, stories here as well. And some more updates about our prediction title challenge. Be sure to listen in on that coming up here, of course, <clears throat> tomorrow night at nine o'clock, one three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to check out, of course, all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. As we said, in addition to WWS Dynasty, Fan Fan Empire, and Entertainment Cavalcade, of course, check out Sports Roundup, Gally, the Movie Channel. Also, of course, uh, Location of Animation. As well as, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, whose line is it anyway, as well as Knight Rider, Power Rangers, Home Improvement. Uh, <clears throat> also, Justin's favorite group, A Gaseous Affair. We've posted a few more funny uh, story, funny videos of that. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, obviously, Justin will be able to bring an extra large clothes pink. It is, getting, uh, it is smelling kind of bad in that group. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Gus has got the right idea on that. Also, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, NASCAR US, High Octane History. Check those pages out. As well as our wrestling tribute groups, of course, AEW US, NXT US, ROH US, NWA US, uh, NJPW US, of course, WCCW US, AWA US, and so forth. Check out Women of WCW US, of course, with some mixed matches on there. As well as the video vault, we've got a lot more stuff we've posted on there here recently. So be sure to check out all the great wrestling promos and matches we posted on there, including, of course, a moment, of course, that was posted today in the video vault. Of course, apparently Eric Bischoff flexing his muscle 
and keeping Lex Luger from wrestling in a match at, at an upcoming WCW pay-per-view because Lex Luger was injured. The Giant had, had officially decided to step in the next pay-per-view to take on both Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in a handicap match for the tag team titles, vowing to Lex Luger that if he, when he wins those belts, that one of the belts will belong to him and the other one will belong to Lex Luger. That video is on the video vault if you want to check that out. Of course, it's posted it earlier today, so be sure to definitely, of course, check all that. Plus, a lot more great stuff we have been posting on there just recently. So much so much great wrestling action, of course, in the past right there. Includes one that I actually was watching a part of last night. I didn't finish it, but definitely check this out. And this is and this let's see if Justin remembers this match right here. Unforgiven. I do believe this was from 2000 and 2005. Yes, that's correct. Unforgiven in 2005, in which Carlito defended the Intercontinental title against a Nature Boy player. And of course, that's clear. I'm sure, Justin, that's a match you might remember. And you'll be able to see it on the vid- in the video vault if you want to go on there and check that out sometime. So that plus many more great wrestling stuff. Definitely check Turn out. Yeah, I did. And, uh, yes, I did. And that, 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 was, that was a great woo. Yes, Justin knows how to woo. So, and of course, not, and not, and not just a Ric Flair woo. He knows our ladies, too. Hey! Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, because because also we're, also we're going to probably start referring to Justin as the real buff daddy. He's buff. He's does stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I, every time he comes on, I may have to play Bagwell's old theme for him. I'm not sure. I have to think about it. See, so. uh, and of course we'll have to find him a big uh, top hat to put on here with the word buff with the word buff on it, or. I don't know, but we'll have to figure out something. Um, but check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook, and also check out all of our past episodes since 2015 on TalkShoe. A lot of great stuff here. We, we, a lot of great stuff here we've talked about in the past. You'll definitely love what we have to say, of course, right here. Revolution episode 1044 is a broadcast of the WCW US Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Where we are, of course, is older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, we urge you to continue to stay safe out there. Take every precaution necessary that you that you need in order to, of course, stay safe and all that. You use your own judgment on, on all that. But we want you, of course, to for, forever in the day uh, stay, stay, of course, as uh, healthy and stay as healthy as you possibly can here during this whole thing going on here the pandemic for those affected by all this and of course ladies and gentlemen one i hate to before uh, of course justin's going to give us uh he's going to play something out here for us here tonight but john did not bring this to our attention here this evening but i i actually found this out here that apparently you know the story going on involving the young girl that was uh that went missing after her and her boyfriend went on a trip i heard about that yeah yeah you know, Fortunately, that they, they, they had they had a, I believe this has been confirmed. They're saying that the, the, the remains found. I think they said it was somewhere in Wyoming. Unfortunately and sadly, were those of that young lady. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, 
Uh, so let's say a prayer for, of course, her family here tonight. And I'm sure, no doubt, that her boyfriend might be, of course, now a person, might be becoming more and more of a person of interest. But we cannot speculate because we don't know. But we'll definitely have to, of course, find this out. And we'll, and, and of course, we'll, uh, if any more anything else does pop up with that, we'll definitely, of course, continue to let you know. But I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about it here very, very soon. But our thoughts and prayers go out to this young lady's family here tonight. Indeed. Sure. So, but before we go, before we t take off uh, for the evening, and, of course, by now, I'm sure J.D. is taking off his pants. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the soul man has just brought to my attention that he has something that he wishes to play out, to play out, close out tonight's show with. So we're going to go ahead and let him do that here tonight to kind of end it on a very musical note here this evening. So, Justin, whatever you have prepared for us, go ahead and let's, let's see what you have to say, of course, right here. Okay. Um, tonight I'm going to close the show out with um, the song Lover Boy by Mariah Carey from the movie Glitter, which is 20 years old today. So, um, Stamp, please stand by. I'll be right back. So let me get the music set up. I'll be right back. Please stand by. And I think we had also an official report coming from the GSWI group, ladies and gentlemen, that I think officially that myself and Justin have did not, of course, uh, come through in, in the GSWI tag team title match earlier tonight. But, we, but I hope to, of course, go after these belts sometime here in the near future. But, but we'll keep you informed about all that here, of course, as well.
Thank you very much and all that, of course, coming from the 20th anniversary of the movie Glitter, starring Mariah Carey, who's actually really Drew Carey in disguise. Ha, ha, ha. I'm just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, since, like we, like we said, uh, since 2015, this is and will ever will be WCWU Radio. Have a good night. We'll talk at you tomorrow on Outside the Ropes and Revolution, episode 1045. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.